At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge. Been starting to throw Baton Rouge in again, Jeff. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Um, you know how, how can I put this? If, if someone had told me that Olivia Newton-John passing away, like if they said, hey, when, if and when, you know, the day, when the day comes, where, let's say, Olivia Newton-John passes away, would you be affected by it? I'd have been like, oh, you know, not, not in any profound way. I'm really bummed about this, man. Did you know anything about Olivia Newton-John? She passes away at the age of 73 yesterday. Uh, star of Greece, I guess, would be her most famous thing to uh, generations. But, uh, but had her own hits as a musical artist, for sure. Did you know anything about Olivia Newton-John? You're way too young for her, huh? Oh, I know, I know the music, but you know the music. Yeah, but but what's your favorite Olivia Newton-John song? Heart, oh, I mean, Heart Attack. And there, there are a bunch to choose from. Heart Attack's up there, though. Magic. I mean, there's a lot. There's, she's one. She's one of, for people of my age. Yeah. She's an artist that you don't realize how many good songs she had until you realize that it was actually her. Well, also one of these people that no one ever had a bad word to say about. Of course. Just, just a great spirit. And uh, Olivia Newton-John passed away at 73. Mark Borchard is here. I know he's got some Olivia Newton-John memories. How you doing, Mark? It's base winner, everybody, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm a huge fan of the magic, uh, Olivia Newton-John. That one's a good one. Suddenly, don't forget about Xanadu, Gil. All those uh, those songs are good. My buddy was trying to tell me about Xanadu. I'm like, I'm a magic heart attack kind of guy. That was me. Oh, have to believe we are magic. Jam. That's a great one. Jam. Yeah. 
All right, let me uh, let me ask you a question here because uh, Jeff and I were uh, we're just talking off air about some uh, baseball related matters. What is it we were just talking about, Jeff? Baseball? Uh, Chris Sale is yes. done for the year. Uh, Chris Sale, goodbye. A, a, uh, a bike accident, which he suffered a broken wrist with. Good lord! So really, just a, a, a uh, really just a hellish year all the way around for Sale. Where were you on the Red Sox prior to this, and does this even affect your projection? I don't know. It doesn't. I have them re- really right about 500, 80.5 and 81.5. So they're, they're out of, they're out of it. According to, to my numbers, Gil. Can I give you some yes, no playoff uh, numbers that were, that were up this morning and see what, see if there's a yeah. bet that might yeah. interest you. Sure. Might this be of any interest to you? Uh, Mark Borchers, by the way, at base winner for Mark. All right. Blue Jays to make the playoffs. Yes. Minus 1000. No plus 650. Uh, they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think it's worth laying the price. No, I was, uh, yeah, I was yeah, I'm more curious about the, uh, the plus prices on these blue Jays, by the way, of course, right now, uh, ensconced, if you will, as the number one wildcard team in the American league. All right. How about the, um, uh, let's see here. This is the, uh, the Atlanta Braves, the Atlanta Braves, number one wildcard currently in the national league who way ahead of. The, the team that's in fourth right now, the Brewers. Well, not that way ahead. I mean, there's so much baseball to be played. Still five games. Their no is 14 to one. To not make the playoffs? To not make. It's minus 2,800 to make the playoffs. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. All right, let's get more interesting. Brewers, who are currently uh, currently the just on the outside looking in, right? They are two games behind the swooning Padres. Can we call them swooning? I'd like to call them swooning. Brewers, yes, minus, ooh, they, their yes is minus 155. The no is plus 135. Because, of course, yeah. they have two ways of getting in, remember. They can get there via wild card or two games out of the division lead. Yeah, and I don't, ha- I don't have them getting in right now by my numbers. So the, so the no is actually a good price. We can get plus money on the no. That that's, that's a good one. And that's big news for the base winner numbers, Gil. Because I've been down on the Cardinals for two well, years. So there's, yes. actually no, there's no bias in that, that's for sure. This is big base winner numbers because I was going to go to the Cardinals next, who are up in the NL Central by two games over the Brewers. Their yes is minus 400. Their no is plus 330. I came in here thinking, oh, he's totally taking the plus 330. No. To to not make the to playoffs. To not make the playoffs. No, I th- I think that they're. I mean, based on my numbers, they got a fifty-seven point three percent chance to win that division, and it kind of gets interesting. I've got them at eighty-eight point two wins, and then the next team for the wild card is Philly, so eighty-eight point three. So they're right in the mix of things. Um, you know, gosh, it's hard to, you just kind of like say, who's the ace for the Cardinals. And it's like, was it Wainwright? And I just can't, I can't see it. I, I mean, but I guess that's who it would be. Right. Like who, like, like who else? Michaelis maybe I like, Oh, okay. He's, he's not a stuff, but I mean, Hey, look, I put it in, I put it in the mixer Gil. I've, I've got a simulator that does these things. And, and uh, St. Louis is kind of right up, right, right there with Philly for that third wild card spot. I like your mixer, Adam Wainwright, your ace. What year is this? What are we doing? Uh, I, I'm 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 going to do this until we get a bet. Darn it! I just said darn it, Jeff. Uh, Padres, Padres, who uh, have not won a game with Juan Soto in uniform. Just want to point that out. Uh, they are currently the number three wild card team, with a very slim lead, as we mentioned, over the Brewers for that. Their yes to make the playoffs is minus three forty. The no is plus two eighty. No, no. They're making it, Gil. They're going to be in. What do you have? Like twelve teams in the playoffs? 
No, I've got so this is how I have it. I have the Mets winning the AL, the NL. They're not in the AL. They're in the NL East. I've got the the uh, Cardinals winning the Central, and the Dodgers winning the West. Three wild card teams are Braves, Padres, Philly in that order. All right. Uh, maybe there's a bet here just based on the number that that might excite you. The San Francisco Giants, one game below 500, and oh, that thing that is growing just ever so slightly in the rearview mirror. The magical franchise. By the way, how bad are the Giants? And yet they're one game below 500. The yes, hey, they came through for me last night. Yes. They're my favorite team this morning. There that was go. a good good outing. For Alex Wood, 12 nice, to nice one, start. 12 to one to wait to make the playoffs. Want any part of that? I'd take it. Yeah, that's that's not too bad. They're they're in the mix. Oh. There, they're yeah. That's not a bad that's not a bad price. Hey. Especially yeah, I take it. Take that, Jeff Parlay. He's taking twelve to one. All right, let's go to the American League Mariners. Well, think about their pitching, Gil. They got yeah. okay, so they got Wood, Webb, Rodon, and Cobb. I mean, those guys are pretty good pitchers, right? Bruh, you don't have to convince me. I'm with you. Yeah, it's not impossible. Mariners. We go to the American League. Mariners right now would be the number three wild card team. But that's a slim, slim edge over. Are you ready for this? The Orioles and the Guardians. Uh, the Mariners are, yes, price is minus 335. The no price is plus 275. Now, you factor in remaining strength of schedule to what you do, I would imagine. Yeah, it all it, it does every game that they're going to play and gives me a probability. But I, I love that. I, I think the Mariners are my darling team. So darling. I've got to say, I've got to say yes on that, Gil. Mm. All right. How about the Guardians, the aforementioned Guardians? Yes, plus 135, no minus 155. And again, just on the outside looking in, but they have two ways of getting in. Only trail the Twins by a game. Should be noted that the White Sox are a game behind them as well in that division. They're back off the raise by one game. So I think that plus money would, would be attractive for, for Cleveland Gill. Okay. I believe we, we just got a wager. I don't know that I would play that, though. All right. How about the Orioles? Give me something here, baby. The Orioles right now, yes, on the outside looking in, but a mere, by the way, tied in the loss column with the Mariners, but just two games fewer in the win column. So they really are one game back. The Baltimore Orioles, the Birds, the O's, the Orioles way. Again, I can't think of any other way to put it. Yes, to make the playoffs 7-1. to one. Come on, Mark. No, uh, no. <laughs> I've got them 11 games back of Seattle. So that's, that's how much I think about the Orioles. Well, they, they talk about terrible starting pitching. Who's, who's their best starting pitching Gil? You're not, Ty, a, I guess Tyler Wells, I guess. You're not a nice person. Uh, back to the national league Phillies. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Minus 400. Uh, no is plus three thirty. And the Phillies, as uh, mentioned right now, the number two wild card team. I would I would take the no on that. I mean, oh, there yeah. you go. Well, I mean, the so, so so look. So the teams are. So let's say we we got Atlanta and San Diego. Those are the two. So now it comes down to St. Louis and Philly, and they're they're both even in in my uh, in my projections. So yeah, if you can get a plus, that's a good that's a good price to not make it. Yeah. Okay. I'll bounce all over the place. Just want to I want to get every every thought on this. So so far, what's your favorite one of all of these? The Giants at twelve to one, Mark. That's a good play. I like that play, Gil. I think they can make it. Why not? So you're back in my good graces. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Rays, uh, who, you know, again, right now would be the number two wild card team. 
between the Blue Jays on one side, the Mariners on the other. Yes, minus 130, no plus 110. This is about as close to a coin flip as we've seen. I think that's priced efficiently, Gil. I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got him third, but, uh, the third wild card, but, but it's, it's close, you know? Okay. And the Red Sox that we just mentioned who lost Chris sales, the, uh, Chris sale, the Red Sox in last place in the American league East, two games be, uh, below 500. Um, so far behind right now. Well, how far behind are they? No, they're actually, I mean, that's the thing. They're in last place in the American league East, but they're four and a half games out of the wild card. Yes, plus 550, no minus 850. I don't see it happening, Gil. 80.5 and 81.5, it's not going to get it done. Let's do just a few more. Twinkies. Twinkies lead the American League Central by a game. But remember, if they fall out, you know, from the, from the lead there, it's perilous. They may not even make the playoffs, obviously. Yes, minus 125, no plus 105. Can get there two ways, though. No, that's a good that's good plus money right there. Oh, you like that one, plus 105. Yeah, yeah, that's good plus money right there. All right, there. and finally, the true coin flip, the true coin flip of all this, minus 110 on each side for the White Sox, who are two games out in the AL Central. Yes, no playoffs. Imagine if right. we, we went back to before the season and we told people who were all bullish on the White Sox because that was like a cottage industry. Yeah, they'd be a coin flip on August the 9th. That's what I they think are. it's a good coin flip. I'd, I'd bet the White Sox. I have them winning that division. So, yeah, that's, uh, what would I have, like 57% chance of winning a division. So you also get the wild card, too. So that's a good play, Gil. All right. More with Mark Borchard on the other side, including his plays of the day. We'll start with those on the other side. And uh, you can also bet most regular season wins. Which team uh, will finish with most regular season wins? The Dodgers are minus 200. Would he bet that or would he fade that? That's on the other side. Numbers game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Another friendly reminder about our college football betting guide, if you will indulge me. It is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple of weeks. Oh, this is great stuff. Great, great stuff year after year from humans and crew. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early and for a discounted $175. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl or join us for $40 a month. That's $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander. Um, I regret the error. The Padres did win that first game with Juan Soto. Thank you, Richard Palma. Haven't won since. Just want to point that out. And as you look at the American League standings, when we were looking at these off, off air again, there's really only five teams out of 15 that have no shot at this. Ten teams still in the mix in the American League for the postseason. And of those five teams that aren't in the mix, of course, the one that stands out in terms of preseason expectations, because we're talking Royals, Tigers, I get it. Some people thought those teams would be good, but most still did not. Rangers, Athletics, and the Los Angeles Angels. Mark, time to, uh, time to blow the whole – I mean, it's already blown up. It's like there's nothing to blow. It's just that how do you have Trout and Otani and be this bad every year? How can you not get it together? 
I think that you got to give them a pass for the health of Rendon, but they've made some really bad deals. And I, I don't think that it's for lack of trying. They've just made bad deals. CJ Wilson, uh, Rendon's looking terrible because he's, he's hurt all the time. How about pool holes? That was a terrible deal. And so people say, well, this, this organization, they're cheap. They don't want to spend the money. Well, they do want to spend the money. They just yes. haven't spent it. it they've, they've spent it and it's just, hasn't worked that's, for him. Who is the other? Josh Hamilton. Josh they, Hamilton. That was, yeah, that's such brutal. a great, what you said though, is such a great point. It's not for lack of trying, right? There's so many franchises in baseball that for year after year after year, they're not even trying. So I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a positive spin or a negative spin, right? It's positive because they're trying. It's negative that they're trying and it still doesn't work out, but that is, it's, it's not, it's not for lack of trying. That's for sure. So I guess fans ought to be happy about that i guess i don't know well i wouldn't i yeah. wouldn't say that like, it's an organizational problem where you've got this organization doesn't want to spend any money and i think that's yeah. i think it's a good sign i think they'll they'll put it back together you know it's a big market team i think that they're just they're just snake bit on these contracts i mean they get you know squirrels got to find a nut they'll have, they should have one that'll 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 work eventually here what did you bet today sir um, well, speaking of the angels, I really, I really like Otani. It's hard not to like Otani and I'm going to put, uh, I've got the models, got the angels priced at minus two fifty eight. markets, got it priced at minus one seventy. So like a big disparity with my model versus the markets model. And I'm going to put him in a parlay with the Mets. The Mets are like minus two eighty. I've got it priced at minus three eighteen. You get, I think it's like minus one ten. putting it in the parlay, but Gil, I got to ask you a question. Like, how can you bet the reds? Like I want to hear, I'm not trying to be a smart ass, but I want to hear the other side of betting the reds today. I just, I don't see it. Well, this is, I've said this about baseball now for several years, Jason Weingarten and I have had conversations about this where, and again, this is, you know, I don't know if I'm being prisoner of, of the modern day moment, but it just seems to me that as the years have gone on and the chasm between the haves and the have nots have increased, if you were modeling baseball, right? And back in the day, if you showed an edge on some, some dogs in baseball, you were like, yeah, cool edge playing it. And some of these teams are so bad and just the lineups they throw out are so poor that even if your model, right, we talked a little bit about this in a, in a more macro way yesterday with Las Vegas, Chris, but even if your model says, Oh, look, there's an edge, right? Like, do you really want three hours, three hours, I'm being kind, four perhaps hours of your life being wasted on betting this outfit? Like even because your numbers said that there's a, you know, I, that's how I put it. It's like, it, it almost, it almost drifts into a non-betting, but more of a human calculus where you're like, I don't want to live through this. Even though my numbers, which I think are good, I'm, I'm not talking about myself, but if you think your numbers are good. So I have no, my answer to your question is, I don't know how you can justify it, even if your model says there is some kind of incremental edge. I'm not betting it. You know? Yeah, no, I don't see, I don't see the, the other side of this game at all. And what, what's interesting is like when we first started out, you know, late, late 2000s, you know, 2010, 2011, you know, you could blanket bet a home dog and, and have an edge and that's gone away. And it's on the other side. I mean, you if you lay minus 200 or, or greater, like that's, that's like a long-term winning percentage. And it's like over like 1200 games. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing how that's kind of switched uh, in the, in the time that we've, we've been together, Gil. Why did you bring that up? Are you betting the Mets or you just wanted to bring it up just to make a no, point? No, I'm putting them, I'm putting, well, I'm putting the Mets in a parlay. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I put it, I'm putting yeah. it in the parlay with, with Otani and the angels. And I just think that it's just hard to justify the other side of this game as much as you want to as a handicapper. Cause you know, you, you feel like 
I think getting the dogs would, would, would eventually long-term be good, but it just, it hasn't been like that the last three, four years, Gil. You had the Giants against the Padres last night? I did. It was, it was a nice win for me. One so. to nothing win for the Giants. Did you bet them again tonight or you're staying away from that? Um, I've got it. Pri- Actually, I have Musgrove priced at minus two Oh three. So if I had to play it, uh, I would play the Padres. You know, the, what I'd like in this game is the under, and I've got a price 6.7 runs. Both these guys can locate really good. They're you know, pitching plus uh, numbers from uh, the athletic. Eno Saris does this, and he has this location plus number, and I'm finding some utility in betting this location plus number. And I've got Cobb in the 82nd percentile from a location plus standpoint, Musgrove in the 86th percentile. So if I had to play that game, and, and I put it out last night on the chart, uh, I put it out as an under. So that that would be the way I would go there, Gil. Okay, Eno Saris, the great Eno Saris, who you're referring to there. So what else besides your little two-leg parlay that you just uh, mentioned, what else did you bet? I think that this is a good play, Gil. This Yankees-Mariners game under the seven. And what's interesting about this game, it was priced at the same number at Yankee Stadium. You take a look at the park factors, uh, Yankee Stadium versus it's T-Mobile Park now. Uh, it used to be Safeco for, for the longest time, but now it's T-Mobile. And the, the park factors, there's just a vast disparity. Like the Seattle park factor is super low, and the Yankee park factor, especially from a home run standpoint, is a super high home run uh, park. And so it's the same price. You got two, you know, Cole and Castillo Ace is going to be aces. And, mm-hmm. and I think that I think of Spore says that I like it tonight. I'm going to play the under in that game. Gil. Good ball game on paper going under the seven, by the way, I never talked to you about this. Did you, were you as perplexed by the Jordan Montgomery trade as, as some of us were? Yeah, I liked Jordan Montgomery. I don't know what they were doing with that. Um, I mean, that's a good pickup for St. Louis. And maybe that's what, what kind of, maybe that kind of changed the, the, the projections now that I think about it, because I, off the top of my head, I couldn't think, well, why are these projections changed? But that makes sense. I mean, we got, we got Montgomery out, uh, out instead of some scrub that they had. It was just such a weird, like risk reward assessment. It seems like, right? Like it was like, okay, the reward is this. Okay. Maybe, but the risk was so much greater for the Yankees. And I think we're seeing some of that here. Right it, to to give up a a frontline pitcher like that. Let me just ask. I like what Gil. I like what, what they did with the with the bullpen there. The Yankees gotten those two uh, Trevino yep. and, and and an F Frost. I thought that was that was, that was pretty good. And that plays into this game too. Both bullpens I really have highly rated in this game. Any other plays today? Or are we good? Are I we, think that that's pretty cool. I think we'll, we can we can stick it there. Yeah. All right. Let me let me give you one more here. Prop here. Team with the most regular season wins. All right. We're talking Dodgers, Yankees, Astros, and Mets. Right now, the Yankees are at 71 through 110 games. The Astros are at 70 through 110 games. The Mets are at 71 through 110 games. And then there's the Dodgers, who are at 75 through 108 games. So they obviously, big time the leader in the clubhouse, more wins, fewer games played. They're at minus 200. Yankees plus That's a That's, that's a, a great bet. That I think really so too, is. right? They're like up by five games, right? I just put it in the mixer, so I can give you, I can give you what my percentages are. I've got ninety percent that the Dodgers are going to win this, and then Yankees five point nine percent, Houston three point seven. So yeah, I think that's a great bet. Jump on that thing. Minus two hundred. I mean, I'm just thinking that's a win. Just again, just take any random baseball game on any given day, right? The the randomness of any one baseball game where a, a favorite is minus two hundred. Just that's so much, that's such a better bet than any one random baseball minus baseball game minus 200 minus 200 on the Yankees, fewer games played more wins again, but just to be thorough about it, the other teams, if you're curious what their prices are, 
um, and I know I was, Yankees plus 450, Astros 5-1, to one, Mets 8-1. to one. Jeffrey, can I interest you in some Mets at 8-1? to one? Dodgers are going to have the best record in baseball. Very defeatist Mets fan sometimes. Oh, he's just, like just really, how... he's like really into him, and then there's sometimes no. Like, that just, that, that just shows the Dodgers are the Dodgers. It's a great bet. Quietly, forty-two games over. Quietly is right. Quietly. Yeah, you get the Dodgers with a five-game head start at minus two hundred. Give me some of that, man. Jeez. How about the Dodgers, thirty-eight and fifteen at home. This year, by the way, the Yankees also 41 and 15. Do you make anything about home road like that in baseball? Like you never, is it something you ever sees on? Yeah, no, no. I, I put it in the model. I yeah. think you have to, you know, I think that these teams are, are smart and they get the guys for their home park and they've done that more over the, uh, the, the last few years. And so, yeah, there's, there's definitely home away things you have to look at. Yeah, for sure. Ballpark factor and tailoring your roster construction to the nature of your ballpark. Huge thing. Mark, thank you. Really appreciate it, man. Yo, my pleasure. Always always good talking to you, man. Mark Borcher at base winner. Joe Fortenball with NFL and college football season-long bets next. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits yet another way. That Visa is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. It's Gil Alexander. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a real lack of energy, a lack of enthusiasm, and a lack of passion. It's Joe Fortenball from Daily Wager. How you doing, Joe? Yeah, buddy. Always good to be on with you, Gil. Great to be on the show. Hope everything's well. Um, you know, it's, it's tough when you sell the idea of high fashion on a radio show, but no one can see me. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. But I am sitting here in a three-piece suit specifically for this interview. Can I? Can I tell you something? I'm glad you brought this up. You are you and the crew, not just you, but uh, we'll, we'll just talk about you for a second. You are well dressed on Daily Wager. Can you walk us through? Like, is that a uh, is that chosen for you? Are you just that good of a? Do you have that good of a fashion eye? What's happening there, Joe? I'm getting buttered up for something. I can feel the setup to the uh, punchline coming up somewhere no, down the road. There's no punchline. I'll be a pro. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, you know, I had like nothing. I, I was a radio guy, as you know, and I dressed like a radio guy for the longest time. And then eventually when I got the uh, part-time gig with ESPN that now turned into the full-time gig, um, I had to start buying suits, which I had no idea what to do. So I basically needed my wife to pick out everything for me, basically tell me. Like, it's one of those situations where you sit down with the tailor, you lay out fabrics, everything I pick, she says no, uh, here are the reasons why it doesn't look good, and she picks everything. She basically dresses me every day. She lays out the shirt, she lays out the suit, she tracks what's been worn on what day so it doesn't get doubled up. Uh, so I'm very lucky to have her. If something were to happen and she finally realized that she could do much better than me, I would probably be in jeans and a T-shirt every day looking completely lost and disheveled on TV. Okay, that's a great answer to the question. There is no punchline. Wife deserves credit. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Daily Wager on ESPN2. Doug Kazarian hosted. You're on there, of course, as a, as a stalwart on the show. You also do something called Bet on ESPN+. Plus. Real quick, explain what that is for folks. Digital show, 
three times a week, uh, moves around depending on the time of the season, so we'll be adding the Sunday show come football season, but it's basically a digital offering you can find on our YouTube channel, ESPN+. Plus. It's a way to have some more fun with gambling. There's a lot of different ways to play sports betting. I think VEASAN has always done an excellent job of being at the forefront of pointing out things and educating people on stuff they may not see. Um, I know with the morning show and hockey first period overs for a while there, that's where that started. You have always been at the forefront of tennis, first five innings baseball, which goes way back to before VEASAN even existed. I remember us sitting down here in Vegas and having dinner about mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so there's that approach to it, which is just brilliant. It brings people in. It educates them. It gives them an angle before everyone catches up. Bet is about having a little bit more fun, you know, finding ways to make bets but getting more creative with it in terms of just having some laughs, some contests, things of that nature. That's what we're trying to do with that show. Love it. All right, let's get to it. You got three NFL season win totals. You have, oh, no, sorry, pardon me. You have two NFL season win totals and a division bet. You have two NCAA, FCS, I should say, uh, college football season win totals. Let's start in the NFL. Bears, six and a half. What you got? Under. Under. It's minus 150, so people will look at that. They'll see the juice. They might be scared away. I can understand. And they'll look at the Bears' schedule, and this is the big counterpoint. People will point out, well, it's a really weak schedule. Yeah, it is. I guess in comparison to other schedules, it's not going to be weak for the Bears. The Bears are terrible. Uh, my thought on them is that they're the worst team in the NFL, but they won't have the worst record because they will notch a few of these wins, right? you got Detroit twice. You have Houston. You have the Jets. You have Washington. You have the Giants. They'll find a way to grind out a few, but I don't see them getting to seven. First off, they've got probably the worst defensive line in the league. If you can't stop the run – you're not going to be able to control tempo. And if you can't control tempo, the other team's going to be able to do whatever they want. Week one against San Francisco, you're going to look for over props with the running backs. You're also going to look at under 42. There is a 42-and-a-half out there. Obviously, you'd prefer to play that. I don't see the Bears putting up a lot of points. Shanahan's going to run all over them in that game. They're not going to be able to stop the run. They don't have playmakers on defense. The offensive line is still in flux. Darnell Mooney's the only playmaker. Justin Fields... I'm not going to say he's not going to make it in the NFL, but he's been put in a really bad situation, and this is clearly, clearly a complete rebuild. I mentioned Detroit on the schedule. Detroit's not that bad anymore. They're ascending in the right direction. So overall, I do not see the Bears getting the seven wins this season. It's tough to argue with. It really is. Uh, Joe, please, more energy. Saints. <laughs> Where do you want to go next? You want to go to the Saints? Saints. Eight. What do you got? or missed the point of what happened last season. They won nine games last year. So you look at that, you see nine and eight, and you think, all right, you know, nine and eight's not that great. I think it was ten of those 17 games were started by Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill, or Ian Book, three guys who are not starting quarterbacks in the NFL. You had ten of 17 starts from those three guys, and you won nine games. I'm not going to argue Jameis Winston is going to the Hall of Fame. Jameis Winston's a starting quarterback in the NFL, especially when you give him Michael Thomas, who didn't play a single snap last season, Jarvis Landry, who they acquired from Cleveland, or I should say just as a free agent in the offseason, and they drafted Chris Olave. You throw in uh, Alvin Kamara, this is a stacked offense. Now, they lost Teron Armstead on the offensive line, so there's some concern there. It's not perfect, but we're not talking about winning 14 games 
We're talking about winning nine. Defensively, this is a top-five outfit. Tyron Matthew was added in the offseason. So the way I see it with the Saints, over eight wins at minus 150. I think the eight wins is short. I think there's an alternative line out there at about nine wins where you could play the over at plus 170. I would look at that. I would look at them for the division. I would look at them for the NFC. I think all the pricing's great. This is a good team. I know Winston just had a little bit of an ankle injury, but if he could play competent football in that offense, they're going to be a double-digit win team. There's a lot to like about the Saints this year. Okay, and I always love alternate season win totals. This, this third one is a division bet, and I wonder if we'll look back on this. I mean, there are certain bets that just sit out there all summer long. You stare at it. You're like, I should probably bet that at some point. And then sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. The Colts to win the AFC South. We just talked about earlier on the show how Tennessee looks to be down. Maybe you think the Jaguars are better, but better from a baseline of really poor. So how much better? And then there's the Texans. I don't need to elaborate. The Colts to win the division. It's so cheap. You're betting it. Yeah, it's my, that's my favorite of all the futures bets. I played this one. At one point, it was plus 110. Then it went to even money. Then minus 110. Now it's minus 120. This should be closer to minus 160, in my opinion. And I know people might think that's crazy, but the standard line with every preseason going into the AFC South is always, well, it's a two-horse race. It's not. It's not a two-horse race, in my opinion. I think Tennessee's going to be down. Uh, you trade A.J. Brown away to Philadelphia. What does that say? I, the organization didn't want to pay the money. It's a cheap organization. They sent a very clear message that they didn't want to keep one of their best players. Julio Jones is gone as well. The kid they drafted out of Arkansas, I, I don't know if he's going to be able to develop right away. Tannehill does not handle, pre- handle pressure well, um, both from you know the opposing D-line and pressure just from the media and all that stuff. Malik Willis is going to be breathing down his neck. How do we see him handling that? This is the guy that against Cincinnati in the playoffs completely crapped the bed, like could not handle that situation at all, and now he's got a rookie behind him. I don't see it going well. Defense is okay, but once Tennessee falls off, who else is there? Jacksonville's going to be up. Yes, I believe they'll take a step forward, but not to contend for the division. Same thing with Houston. I think Lovey Smith brings an element of professionalism that they've been lacking. But Indianapolis has a solid defense. They got weapons. Everyone who wants to talk about Matt Ryan not being good anymore, in Atlanta he had one of the worst offensive lines and worst rushing attacks in the NFL. Now he moves to a team that ranked number one in yards per carry last season and has one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. Ryan doesn't need to be great. He just needs to be competent, not turning the ball over late in the fourth like Carson Wentz. I think he can do that. I think the Colts cruise to the division here. All right, let's go to college football. we got about 30, 45 seconds for each of these. LSU, seven in the SEC. Uh, I'm thinking they're favored in every game but Bama and at Texas A&M in the finale. Might be favored in everything else. You like the what? Here? I like the over. They were six yeah. and six last year, and that was a disastrous season by their standards. You know, you move uh, the, the previous coaching regime out of there, all the dysfunction, everything that had been going on, you bring in Brian Kelly. You don't have to like Brian Kelly. You just have to understand that Brian Kelly won at Cincinnati. Brian Kelly won for a long time at Notre Dame. He's going to win at LSU. There's plenty of talent there for him to work with. The quarterback situation is a little unsettling as of right now. I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen. Jalen Daniels, the way things worked at the end at Arizona State, uh, some question marks there. But we're not talking about 10 wins and winning the SEC. We're talking about eight wins. Um, I see that happening. LSU over. I love, I love this one. I love this last one that you added this morning because when you look up and down USC schedule, it's pretty like it's pretty manageable. And yet, and yet it's USC. It's at nine and a half and you're going under. I like this. 
Well, a lot of a lot of places move to nine. I wouldn't play the under on nine, but at nine and a half, I'm making a wager here. I, I think a lot of people look at Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, the transfer. The oh my God, USC's back. USC's going to be awesome. This was a horrific defense last year. They were outside the top ninety in scoring D, outside the top ninety in opponent yards per play. There are issues on D, and you bring in a new coach, you bring in a lot of transfers. I get it, but we're talking about a major jump from where they were last season to where they're going to be this season to go over the total. Road game at Utah, still have to play Notre Dame. Wouldn't be surprised if they stumbled somewhere else. Going 9-3 and three is not bad run. for Lincoln Riley's first year. I'm playing the under. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Always. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the kick of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. We'll get to a few more of those uh, longest winning streak props in the NFL. We uh, we both like the under on the uh, on the Chiefs. And the Bucks, but I'm steering clear of the Bills. We'll get to the Chargers, Cowboys, and Packers momentarily. But first, uh, you like some NBA drama? Because it's all drama. Kevin Durant, we haven't brought him up since uh, I was on vacation, but Kevin Durant telling Nets owner Joe Tsai to uh, trade him or fire Steve Nash. Sources telling the athletic, trade me or fire the coach. Jeff, uh, off air, you were saying if you were uh, the owner, uh, Joe Tsai, you would say what to that? Oh, I, uh, no more. I, there's no more patience at this point. So, see ya. I'm taking my staff. Now, from a basketball sense, I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do. It probably isn't. But at this point, if you're Joe Tsai, you have to just be so angry. At yourself. At yourself for allowing this to happen. Where we have <laughs> so nowhere. Bad. Where where. Again, I blamed Kyrie for most of this. But Kyrie's fully set and ready to go on opening night for Brooklyn as of right now. Again, that could change 25 times by the time the season starts in the middle of October. But, hey, Kevin, come on. Enough it. Enough already with this whole thing. You signed a four-year contract less than a year ago. And now you want to trade. You're giving ultimatums. Hey, come on. Check the ego for once. Check the ego. That ain't never happening with these guys. I know that, but yeah. Uh, but you're right. I mean, look, you're right. Kyrie. Um, how can I put this? Odd human being. Yeah, in that's, so that's, many ways. That's a, that's a way. Uh, KD always prickly, right? Always, always so hypersensitive about things, and just you know, he's, he's never. He never seems to be happy. With the situation and is and both of those guys are wildly talented, wildly. Two of the five best players on planet Earth. You could make the argument. Talent wise, yeah, yes, but but I'll just leave it there. But 
can you win with all the other Michugas surrounding you? I mean, me or Nash? We got to that point? And as you said, by the way, the very first thing you said is probably correct, which is um, he may not be wrong that uh, that that would be a a good trade, you know, less Nash plus KD. But I mean, don't, don't you're probably right. If you're the if you're the owner at this point, you just say Joe Sides probably like, get out of my office. We're done with this. I I have had it. I am making amends for all of the all of the uh, the wrongs that I've done. Sort of allowing. Remember that strange press conference with Kyrie was basically like, we'll make the decision. We'll all get together and we'll make decisions for the franchise. I if I was Joe Sy that night, that was the that was the moment where it all jumped the shark. Where you're like, wait, what? When did this happen? Anyway, in the meantime, I don't know that Kevin Durant doesn't play for the Brooklyn Nets this year. I still don't. There is no there is a no need for him to be traded. Correct. None. Let's go back to the NFL. All right, these are cool. These are the longest winning streak props, which again, for me, the instinct ought to be under or nothing here. Let's go to the Chargers next. Four and a half over, remember these are the longest winning streaks, four and a half games, over plus 105, under minus 130 for the Chargers. Now this is a four and a half one which was similar to the Chiefs. All right, let's take a look at the uh, schedule. Can they put together a win streak of five in a row? It starts out tough, home Raiders at Chiefs. You have, well, it's pretty soft after that, though. There's a, I mean, you could go, you could rattle off five in a row right after that, couldn't you? If the Browns aren't any good. So this is one where I do kind of have the thought of betting it over, even though I wouldn't probably get there in the end. Yeah. Because there are multiple stretches in this schedule. Yep. And also for what it's worth, I'm going through my my preseason predictions. I'm um um about about week ten right now. I have the Chargers getting to that San Francisco game with no losses. So I do have them going way over I uh, uh that number in the end, but they I, three, I bet them bullishly in all kinds of markets myself. Week three through weeks eight, all those games winnable. And then, of course, uh, starting with that game in Arizona, I know coming to Vegas won't be particularly easy. Same with going to Indy, but they could have a five-game winning streak starting with that game in Arizona or even the week before with that game in, in uh, L.A. against Kansas City. Well, so these are available at DraftKings, meaning those of us here in the state of Nevada can't bet these. So I have to ask myself, would I bet this were I in a DraftKings jurisdiction? And the answer is, this particular one, no, I would not. Like, of the, again, of the four that we've done so far, uh, I would bet the under on the Chiefs and the under on the Bucks. But because the Bills and the Chargers might be able to put uh, six and five game win streaks respectively together, I'm just not, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't bet it. Uh, of the four we've talked about, Kansas City's the best one. So the Cowboys, also at four and a half, where the over's plus 150, the under is the huge favorite at minus 200. For the Cowboys not, not to have a five-game win streak this year. Cowboys schedule, and this gets into how you feel about the Cowboys themselves. Way difficult at the beginning with teams like the Bucks and the Bengals and the Rams in that first group of six games at Eagles, some might even say. Middle gets a little softer, but still you're at the Packers and at the Vikings. I mean, there's a two road games in the NFC North. And then uh, if there is a stretch, it's at the very end 
week 12 through week 18 yeah. could be where they get you if you bet that under. Plus, well, plus 150, five, five in a row is still ridiculously no, it's, difficult. It's a long winning streak yeah. in the NFL. But, again, Giants, Colts, Texans. Yeah. And then at Jacksonville, Philadelphia at home, at Titans, at Commanders. If it happens, it happens All late, those games are winnable. Sure. Yeah. They're all winnable. But I still wouldn't bet it. Just because I want no part of it over this. And then finally, who's the last team we got here? The Packers. The Green Bay Packers. Where are they set at? Four and a half or five and a half? Four and a half. Packers over plus 100, the under minus 125. The interesting thing, by the way, going back to the Cowboys one, is the overs plus 150. Does the, does the fact that that's the price make you want to bet that a little bit? Makes me think about it a little longer. A little longer, that's for especially sure. Especially with that back end being pretty soft. So will the Green Bay Packers have themselves a five-game winning streak? I do. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Just a per- brief... Nah, they're not having a five-game winning streak. This is such an under. Because, again, it's about, I bet it's about spread out, right? At Vikings week one, at Buccaneers week three, you got a Patriots game week four, uh, at Bills week eight. Remember, they got to get to five in a row. At, you know, home Cowboys week 10, okay, maybe. At Eagles week 12, maybe that's the soft spot, but I wouldn't bet on it. Because so at the, the end, there's Rams, Dolphins, and Vikings, so no. So, so the bookends are the problem in those yeah. early ones where Tampa, which would have to be the start of one five-game winning streak on the road, they played the Bucks terribly since Brady's gotten there. Yeah. And then at Buffalo, they're going to be a dog in that game. We know that. That five-game stretch that begins in Detroit, at Detroit, Dallas, Tennessee, at Philadelphia, at Chicago. If they're going to do it, that's your stretch. That's your stretch for sure. Uh, so of all these, what do you like the best? I think I like Kansas City under. I think I like under Chiefs and under Bucks. Kansas City under, I think, is the best one. This one would be third. Packers would be third. But the other ones where the likes, there's a shot at it. I just, uh, I, I wouldn't bet over and I'm not touching them. But I think, uh, you know, there's, there's tons of these types of creative bets that are available throughout football betting markets. And the DraftKings has tons of them themselves. But this is a pretty... Like, as far as actionable bets, this is a pretty good one. Because there's a lot of them where we're, where we're just talking, right? We're like, oh, receiving yards for this guy. Like, I don't know. That's not my thing. Or who, or, you know, what will be the most receiving yards or that kind of thing. There's so many that are just there to be talked about, but I wouldn't actually bet them. These I would actually, a couple of these I would actually bet. What is it for all the off-season bets we've talked about? What's your favorite single one? Like, coach of the year? You know, I have to think about it. I think that but, might be one of the more fun but, ones. But Coach of the Year is the best market because of the variety in the market that yeah. you have. Because book A to book B to book C, you're getting all sorts of different numbers. And you can pick off some good numbers on guys you like. You ready for some football? I'm ready for some football. Right, let's, let's get this let's going. Let's just get there. One month away now. Let's get this going. Very pumped. Lombardi Line is next. Uh, Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds, Ross and Reynolds in the house. Next. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. <laughs> 